So welcome back once again to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And today we are going to be taking on a Christmas classic. Something that TBS airs for 24 hours a day. Every year. Every year. We'll get into that. I came prepared for this one, Uh-oh. okay? yeah. It sounds like you did more research I, than I, I did. I did a lot of research on this one because I, I knew about some of the ancillary stuff that went along with it. This, this is one of the movies that is... My wife had never seen it before last night. Uh, just a Christmas story, just a, so everybody sorry, knows. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a Christmas story. Yes, yes, that classic tale of a, of a boy and his love for a Red Ryder BB gun, and uh, with the compass in the stock. And oh, what was, was the I know? He's like I forget what all he is. Yeah, there's a compass in the stock, and uh, I don't even remember all of it. But uh, old blue. When we get to it, I have a story. So. Yeah, I figured you, <laughs> you always do. <laughs> But it's a Christmas story. Anyway, my yes. wife had not seen had not seen the movie. How has she lived all these years and never seen a Christmas story? I, I really don't know because her sister was the one who used to try to make sure it was always on TBS running mm-hmm. in, on mm-hmm. at ad nauseum. Oh yeah, during Christmas, absolutely. And this is the one for me that's always in the rotation for right. Christmas movies. This one, well, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Um, Die Hard. <laughs> Eyes wide shut. <laughs> I, I, I gotta quit saying die hard because you do that to every, me time. every time. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's a lethal uh, weapon. Yeah, there you go. Iron Man three now. Um, Reindeer games. Reindeer games. Kiss kiss bang bang. Okay, stop. We, I mean, we, then, we could go yeah. on and on, and we're actually going to do an episode of, about some of that stuff yeah. with a, a special guest. But she she had never seen it and thoroughly enjoyed it. She thought it was hysterical. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll we'll get into it. So, a Christmas story was released in on November eighteenth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, notice that date, November eighteenth. Yeah. Okay. So before Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, it had a budget of $3.3 million, and it did a total box of office of $20.6 million. Yep. Moderate hit, but the problem was is that by the time... Actually, it was considered kind of a flop. It didn't do... The, the thing is, is, and I was doing some reading on this, is that at the time in 83, Christmas like holiday movies were not big business. No. You know? um, and the thing is, is that... By the time this actually played into January, but that by the time that Christmas time actually rolled around, it was out of the mainstream movie places and it was in like a lot of the secondary market yeah. by that by that point, uh, which probably hurt it quite a bit. I did not know about this movie until probably the next year. In 84 or, 80, really? or 85, because my cousins were telling me about it. They had rented it on, on VHS, and they kept telling me about, you know, they were they were laughing and, you know, uh, you know quoting it and this and that and everything. And so I finally got around to watching it and thought it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. I still think it's hilarious. Oh, I, I do, mean, too. It's, it's a, a great movie. Um, again, with the whole... Every year I watch this movie... Okay, because of the the twenty four hours of Christmas story. Yeah. However, it's probably been over a decade since I've actually seen this movie from beginning to end. <laughs> because, because of the twenty four. Because hour. it's one of those things that I over the course of twenty four hours You'll I will see watch the movie, the movie all the way through. I just won't watch it in order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the way a lot of it's yeah. been the last few years. And it is also one of those things that you know uh, it goes on in my house at some point, whether it's Christmas Eve or Christmas day or whatever it is, it's yeah. on at some point, you know, I'm, I'm, I will sit down and watch a good chunk of it. You know, like I said, it's usually on in the background. Yeah. Across whatever, however many places I wind up going, but it is one of those things that I will at some point, usually on Christmas Eve is usually my, if I'm going to sit down and watch a good chunk of it, that's when it's going to be is Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, um, 
Let's talk about the movie before we get into all the other stuff. Oh, because yeah. Because there's, there's even more to all of that. I, I, well, I went down a rabbit hole last night of stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, first off, we need to talk about the books because okay. it's a semi-fictional semi antidotes based off Gene Shepard. Gene Shepard wrote, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Yeah, in 1966. In okay. But it also pulls elements from his right. 1971 you're from, book. You're reading from Wikipedia there. Yeah. Here's the thing. It, not only that, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash is basically, Gene Shepard had been around for a while. He had been a, a, a writer for like, yeah. he wrote for like New Yorker and, you know, different magazines and stuff like that, you know, magazines and newspapers. And he had written a whole bunch of these stories that were semi-autobiographical. Like he had said that none of the, none of the stuff in this movie or actually in the book, you know, In God We Trust, All Others yeah. Pay Cash was directly no they it were was inspired they were inspired but it, the, the thing about it though is that like you know of course, obviously you know ralphie being the main character but yeah. he had a brother named randy yeah and he and the thing is is that some of the places that are mentioned in the in the in in his stories uh as well as some other characters were yeah. actually char- like people from his life he also had a. He used to do kind of a like what Garrison Keillor did with um, yeah. uh, um, Fairy Home Companion. Yeah. He would he did where he would tell these radio stories, you know, like where he would narrate and that kind of stuff. And that's where a lot of this came from as as well. Yeah. And it was one of those things that Shel Silverstein told him, "You need to write a book of all this stuff. You need to write it all down and put it in a book." You know who Shel Silverstein is, right? Yeah, I was I was getting ready to get into all of this <laughs> yeah. when you jumped in on top. I'm sorry, of me. well, yeah, that's a, like I said, I did a lot of research on this. There was sure. also what was the other book? There was another one that there was elements of. It was uh, it was um, Hickey's Night of Golden Memories. That's and what other it was. Disasters, yeah, that, which is what I was getting ready to right. talk about. That when there's you some in. elements of that. Yeah. I knew there was another book. I couldn't remember that. Remember it off the top of my but, head. But Shel Silverstein not only was a great writer himself, right. but was also a huge motivator and inspirational guy to right. get a lot of other people right. to get their creative works right. out there. Right. And so so he had done he had written this book, whatever, and they came to him and said, Hey, we want to make a movie of yeah. this. And so they took Basically, if you've ever watched the movie, it's 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 literally a series of vignettes. It's it's an overarching story, but it's really these all these smaller stories yeah. inside of it, you know. And uh, they took most of them from this. Uh, there's like four or five of the vignettes yeah. that came out of this, and then they kind of. The cool thing is that Gene uh, Gene Shepard actually is the narrator in the movie. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to actually have him doing that. You know, uh, one of the other things is that. You know, years later, you know, like about four, five, six years after this is when the Wonder Years came out. And yeah. it kind of basically had the same format. And they cited this movie yeah. as being a, a, a... Well, there's a lot of cultural right. touchstones that we take for granted now that came directly mm-hmm. out of this movie. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's... Uh, um. The, the, also, the thing that, uh, that, that I dug up is that they, they never... Well, a couple of things, and I, and I did not notice this until I like I hit up IDMDB when I was looking at okay. it last night. They never say the parents' names. Mm-mm. Ever. It's always it's the old man and mother and, and, and my mom. Yeah, and that's that's how they they refer to that. That's what we know that their last names are Parker. Yeah, you know, so, so it's like in the credits there they are, they are Mister and Missus Parker. Yeah, and that's it. You know. But it's told from a kid's perspective. Exactly. And you a would lot of times never use, use your adult. parents' well, any, name. Any I know. Adult's I know. Name. I know. I know. I know. Their first name was Mr. or Mrs. Exactly. And especially at this time period. And they tried to, because he actually went to Warren G. Harding Elementary School. Um, Gene, uh, Gene Shepard did. Yeah. Um, he grew up outside of Chicago. And this Which is, is where the movie's supposed to be. It's in Indiana. If he, if but he's a the father is a big he's a big Chicago, Chicago yeah because he he talks about the White Sox he talks about the Bears he talks and, about I the know, Bears I know. it's and uh, well he's not a Bears fan though yeah he was no, because he was he talks about him being uh, maybe we call him the Chipmunks or he's a Green Bay fan. You sure about that? Yeah, go back and I'm gonna have to go back because and watch he that. talks about he's like you know the Bears and you know, maybe they should call him the Chipmunks or you know so I mean it's like yeah he's a Green Bay fan because uh, that's what he talks about the you know the, I instantly don't like you <laughs> I know you're a Bears fan uh, he grew up but he grew up outside of of uh, of Chicago the movie is set in Indiana 
like where they live at in the whole home home in Indiana or something like that. Uh, now that that another thing is that, uh, and you can look it up. When, I know you got you've got Wikipedia there. It tells what the name. Well, of. I've got several things. It's open. Got, it's got that listed there, and the whole thing is is that that the the the, the name of the city was actually a street yeah. in the town that he grew up in, uh, and early in the film when he's talking about his father fighting with the um the furnace the furnace and he says that you know that the what was this the the ferocity in which he he fought with the furnace is still hovering above oh no no it was hovering above northern indiana or something i have this quote here um because there was a there's a great meme that i found Mm -hmm. um the father worked in profanities like some like a great artist worked in (laughs) clays and yeah it's it's basically he when he was fighting with the furnace, he wove a tapestry of obscenities that still hangs over Lake Michigan. There you go. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's uh, all of this stuff is kind of, you know, it's kind of, it's that Midwestern, yeah. you know, type of everything. Uh, we also, we were talking about that earlier about um, the, the, that opening scene where they go to, uh, they're looking in the window. Higby's. It's Higby's, which was in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, and also all the interior, like when the department store, that was all shot uh, at Higby's. Yeah. You know what Higby's is now? I do. Dillard's. Is it Dillard's? Dillard's bought them in 1992. Gotcha. And they and the thing is, is that they didn't they didn't in, immediately shut down all the Higbees and rename them yeah. as Dillard's, but they did it over time, including the one in Cleveland where all uh, the stuff was. Well, I'm not I'm not overly now, mad. So. I'm not overly mad at them because mm-hmm. I actually really like Dillard's nah, because okay. they've got one of the few big and tall shops that don't make you feel like a. The thing fat I don't guy. like about Dillard's is they're just too damn expensive. Is what it comes down well, to. The they always it, have been. That's mm. probably you got to shop the sales, nah. and it's one of the few places that I can actually find stuff in tent and awning size. <laughs> Just calling it like it is. Uh, the um, but yeah, let's talk about the movie itself. Yeah, because there's there's more later. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you went down that road, I did. didn't you? I did. Oh. Um, but, and, and, and it was you so, have to soil everything. No, don't you? no, 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 no. Okay, look. So we meet Ralphie, and Ralphie is uh, oh, that's the other thing they talked about that he uh, Gene Shepard went to um. Uh, uh, what I say, Warren G. Harding, yeah, um, or I think it was middle school, I guess is what it was at this point. Uh, when he, yeah, you know, and that was in 1928 or something like that. When they made this movie, they never put a date on it. No, but they tried to make it either in the late 30s or early 40s. Some people have gone back and looked at kind of like news headlines that are that are mentioned in it and that kind of stuff and they've got it well some of it is also car models that they used. right it's definitely pre-world war ii yeah you know they they kind of got it down to like 1940 ish yeah. is where they kind of think where it went into so it's one of those things that you know we're going through all this ralphie has decided that for christmas he wants a red rider bb gun yes and so he spends this entire movie trying to figure out a way to convince his parents, his, his mom yeah. more than his dad, uh, because dad is always just kind of like, yeah, whatever. whatever. He's always kind of in the background with the mom's the one that starts off with the whole, you'll shoot your eye out, yeah. you know? And that becomes a thing throughout the all entire the entire movie. movie of you'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out until the end of it when he tries to shoot his eye out. <laughs> I'm going to point out the mistake he made when we get to that okay. point. Okay, uh, but but then there's all these other stories that are going on. Um, well, like the <clears throat> orphan Annie decoder ring. Yes, yes, that. There's no TV in this movie. Everything's no, everything's radio. radio. This is pre- yeah. This is all. And the thing is, is you and you know you can hear. Little Orphan Annie in the background. Yep. Certain, you know, and it's one of those things that's mentioned quite a few times. And so, you know, there's Ovaltine, actually a scene where he sits there and listens to the show. And they give out a and yeah. and that's where his um his cynicism begins. Right. <laughs> I love that scene. Yep. You know, because it's one of those things where he's had to he had to like get was it box tops of Ovaltine or something yeah, he, he had, had to send he in. He had to drink a, a so a many of them. ton of yeah. Ovaltine to get the to box get, tops to send in for to get the this free Dakota, Dakota, ring. Dakota ring. Right. And then the the the, the you know, that scene where he's decoding the secret code yep. and like the, the inner monologue well, the fa- of the, the, the fate of the goes, entire free world could be it, it could be hanging in the balance here. The fact blah, that blah, he blah, goes blah, blah. to the bathroom, the only place that right. a, a 12 or 13 year, 12 year old boy can get some, any privacy right, whatsoever. Right. So he's sitting And then, of course, the Randy's like banging on the door because yeah. he's got to go, you know. And then it comes down and the, and the message is. 
be sure to drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> a commercial? Yeah. A filthy commercial? commercial? Son of a bitch. And you can just you can see the cynicism. I know. Just... And it's funny because that, that, that line, yeah. he's like, I went out to face the world wiser. <laughs> But we've all had that moment. Oh, yeah. Where something that we think is just so important, all of a sudden we're like, what? The Green nah. Lantern Dakota ring. Oh, did you have one of those? Yeah, yeah. I saved my, my box tops and got in. Believe it or not, it was a stinking commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was for like Hostess. Probably. Hostess. Oh, I bet it was. Or I bet, oh, or it might have been the. Oh, ooh, was it the. Uh, was it the. The, uh, the, the fudge pies? You know what I'm talking about the pie, oh, or the, 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 uh, the like the fruit pies. You know oh, what I'm talking about? No, because I know that the hostess, hostess pies. pies yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I, I bet that's what it, it was. It was all I hostess that, product. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I bet that's what it was. Because I know, I know that they. I remember those ads in comic books you when we were kids. The, how cool the Green Lantern Dakota oh, I know, ring looked. I know, Man, I know, I know. Was, I was never a big Green Lantern fan though, so that was kind of I, I missed on that one. Yeah. I guarantee you it happened somewhere else. With I'm trying on top of my head trying to remember because I was so into all that stuff when I was a kid, oh, yeah. and I'm sure that it was just. I think oh, I some... tell you what, I tell you what, they would advertise like free, you know, comic books or yeah, something. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, you know, if you if you send in, you know, so many proofs of purchase from this or whatever, you know, you can get this comic book, and every bit of it's just an ad for that same. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, Spider Man's gonna buy. Oh, no, this is just an ad for Oreos yeah. or, or whatever it was, you know. And so, what I hate is some of them want you to cut the barcode off of your comic. Yeah, book and I know. I was like, I'm I know. not doing that. I know, that. I know. That was. Uh, How would I cut up my comic? Every book? once in a while, I will run across like in in like fifty cent and quarter bins. Yeah, that where the the UPC is cut out, you yeah. know, and stuff and. Um, that was, you know, that was a big thing we talked about on the Star Wars episode, you know, like with, uh, Miss Nay having the, uh, the Anakin yeah. because you cut out the proofs of purchase. And I mean, that was a big thing. I had all kinds of, of those types of toys yeah. that, um, oh, I might, before we get out of here, talk about something that's just come to light recently about a, a, a classic toy that there's been some mystery around that's okay. just recently been. Yeah. But we'll do that after the fact. But you know, the or- little Orphan Annie storyline yeah. was kind of a subline underneath the right. Red Riders, right. which was right. kind of cool. You had that, and then you also had the Scott Farkas oh, situation, the, yeah. the bully, you know, which is something that um, most of us went through at some point. Yeah. Sometimes some of us were the bullies. But it was... <laughs> I was never a bully, okay? You're just mean. I was just, I was just. You, I, weren't, you weren't chasing I kids wasn't, down and no, beating No, up no, like no, 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 no. I was never like that because the thing is, I, I had one situation with a bully one time. Yeah. And, um, and it wasn't, looking back on it, it was dumb what it was, but it literally was like, it was an older kid who yeah. just had a bad attitude and was picking on the younger and, ones. Yeah. And it was one of those things that he kind of looked at me and said, this is somebody that I can, you know, and I was at the time, you know, yeah. that was, this is, you know, but a lot and, of us had that point that Ralphie has in the movie, where right. He gets picked on enough to where he's, he's had enough. He's I had know. enough. And he finally snaps. Right. And kicks the crap out of his bully. Yep. And does it publicly in front yep. of a bunch of other people. I that basically takes all of his power away at that uh-huh. point. Yep. But he gets caught by his mother. Eh, well, Randy went and got Actually, his mom. Actually, Randy went and got his and mom. And it was one of those things that the way that whole situation plays out with him thinking that when he, when his dad gets home, yeah. he's going to kill him. You know, even like Randy's like crying. He's like, because, you know, daddy's going to kill Ralphie. You know, yeah. and it's just like, but the mom diffuses the entire because she oh, knows, you know, she he had a fight. Today. He had a, he had a fight. You know, yeah, you know how boys are, and that was it. Well, she deflected that, him. She yeah. pointed out something in the newspaper, right? That, and that was it. You yeah. know, and it was just but kind of a, she somehow knew enough of what was going mm-hmm. on that she didn't she didn't want to seem punished for standing up for right. himself, right? Which is probably a lesson that some folks today Need, could uh, learn. I know. Yeah. I don't agree with that. So. You know, no offense, but people have been sitting around behind computer screens 
insulting people and haven't been punched in the mouth enough. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. If, and it's, if, uh, if there was a chance of getting punched in the mouth more than what there is right now. A lot of people would shut up. Yeah, they well, really would. A lot, a lot of people would be more civil to each yeah, other. Yeah, there is. That's, that's, that's uh, admittedly, uh, <laughs> how many times have we said, do you remember when we thought that, you know, yeah. uh, you know the internet was going to make, was going to bring us all together? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, it's just, it's just driven those. Uh, but the, the, the bully aspect. Right. All the daydreaming that Ralph oh does. I know we all I was that kid I'm still that kid I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but some of those daydreams were great uh, the one where like you know the, the revenge on his parents because they, they washed his mouth out oh, and, so and he, I know and they're like they're so distraught because you know they're, they're the reason that he went blind and yeah. he's like just grinning because he's like yeah you know it was your fault That's how many <laughs> times did you get your mouth washed out with soap uh, only one time. I can only think of one time. One time, and what it, flavor w- soap did your mom oh, use? No, it was Dial or something. I don't know. It was uh, my mom one up to everybody. Mm. Remember lava soap? Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Lava soap is like it is is legitimately like garage soap. Like they use it. I mean, it's like it has it's, pumice in it, right? It, it has grit in so it, so you can get, get all the grease off your hands. Yes. Like, I had lava used to wow. wash my mouth out. <laughs> That's hardcore. <laughs> Mom was a hardcore lady. Yeah, no, Still I got. Is, I got. I don't know. I was probably eight or nine years old when it happened. Um, it was only the one time. It was only the one time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It didn't stop me. It just meant that I was a lot more careful about it. That's what it came down to. <laughs> now I let's talk about, about you. let's talk about that because there's that that classic scene, and I love the way that it that, that it is shot, and the way that it slowed down, and you get the emphasis of you. Darren McGavin. Okay, okay let, let's start at the beginning of the scene. They have okay. gone to get the Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Correct. They've got it tied to the top of the car. They're on the way home. They're singing jingle bells at the top of their lungs. Dad is already annoyed. Right. And then they have the a flat t- tire. Tire blows. So and he thinks he he's evidently a big race fan. Right. Because he's always wanted to be in the pits at the Indianapolis Five Hundred. Indianapolis Five Hundred. Right. He's like, I'm going to change his tire in four minutes. Right. Which is so funny to think about now because you know, like if they're if they're if they're in the pits for more than like. 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. It's considered a bad thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so he, you know, and so Ralphie, like his mom tells him, Hey, why don't you go out and help your dad? Which he thinks is great because that's never, yeah. it doesn't happen, you know? It's a symbol of more responsibility. Exactly. So his dad hands him the, the, hubcap. the hubcap and says, Here, hold this. I'm going to put the lugs in it. Yep. And his dad gets the last one off and goes to put it in and hits it. And knocks the lug nuts everywhere, everywhere into the snow. I think the quote is, I saw the lug nuts sparkling in the headlights oncoming, only to disappear, never to yeah, be found Yeah, yeah, something like that. And <laughs> Ralphie, I, I'm going to put the the thing, the, okay. the clip in right here. Right here because, is the clip. Yeah. There we go. Oh, for one brief moment, I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic, and then they were gone. Oh, Fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F dash 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 word. What did you say? Uh, that's what I thought you said. In the car. Go on. It was all over. I was dead. What would it be? The guillotine, hanging, the chair, the rack, the Chinese water torture? <laughs> Mere child's play compared to what surely awaited me. And let's be honest. The way that this is shot, the way it slowed down with him drawing out the fudge, and then, again, Darren McGavin, who I love Darren McGavin. Oh, yeah. He... he He's a great and he's great in everything, but this might have been his masterpiece. I agree. The the way that he emotes with his eyes in that moment of from shock to anger yeah. to you know is and and the way that that Peter Billingsley he plays Ralphie 
the, the the stammering of oh my god I just cursed in front of my dad and I didn't just yeah. curse I said the word the word now once again understand that his father oh, is yeah. the one that weaves tapestries of obscenities and that comes up that hangs because, over like because Michigan. when he lies and says that he heard it from he he lies and said he heard it from Schwartz yeah and then and then his mom goes and calls Schwartz and the, his mom said Schwartz mom Schwartz mom says well he probably heard it from his father yeah you know and then she says no he heard it from your son and then you hear Schwartz being be- beaten up in the background <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Ralphie's mom just goes hello oh, hello, hello? Oh, oh, and then hangs just up hangs the up you know just like oh, oh you know um, Schwartz kind of gets he gets he gets he yeah, yeah with that he gets and his. and the you know. His tongue stuck to the to the little. Come on, we've all tried that since then. Uh, it's uh, no, 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 no. I tried it before then because we lived in northern oh, Michigan that's true, for two that's years. True, that's true. And somebody now, somebody pulled a dare you. Now, one of my favorite memes that I've seen in a very long time yeah. was last year, and it was. It was all the kids <laughs> Christmas story. And it says, I triple dog dare you. And they're standing in a strip club next to the stripper pole. <laughs> Brings a whole new depth to that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that will be on our Instagram, by the way. <laughs> oh man! Of course. Oh, anyway, so but that the 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 whole we've all had that yeah first time that we as kids curse in front of our parents and the the shock. I don't of think the, I even cursed in front of mom. I think I just said a variation. Yeah, but I mean stuff. of like you say it and then have the realization of. Who you said it in front of, yeah, and 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 then it's just like, oh, there's no one back now, so it's a, uh, yeah, you know what's coming. <laughs> I like the way also when he's sitting there. I love the inner monologue with Gene Shepard doing yes. the, you know, the, the doing the voiceover, and it's one of those things where, uh, but it, it was, uh, you know, with Gene Shepard doing the voiceover. That that having that that running inner monologue yes is great because like in that scene he's sitting there and he's talking about the different flavors of yeah. soap you know like how like he says something like oh, over the years I'd become a connoisseur of, of soaps <laughs> or something like that you know and talking about how you know different ones had different you know what was one of them was it like uh one of them had like a nice after dinner taste or something. It was yeah. something weird. You know, it's like he was basically rating them like fine wine, yeah, exactly, or, or you know? scotch or something. And uh, you know, and again, that stuff. When you're a kid, yeah, you think about this kind of stuff. You know, it's it. That's one of the things. It's like what I had said before on here about Steven Spielberg about old. Well, Steven Spielberg when he was younger, a yeah. lot of his earlier films was wonderful at capturing. The, the feel of childhood. Yeah. And this movie captures that opening scene when they are looking in the Higby's yeah. window at all the toys is one of those, like for us, it was probably when the Christmas catalogs came in Sears, the, the Sears, Sears and JC Penney and service merchandise. See, and we, 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 we had, we, up, I, I would get all three of those. We so lived was, up North long enough that it was Sears and JC Penney's. It right. wasn't until we moved back to Tennessee that the, the service, service merchandise. merchandise. Yeah. But, and then I realized I'd been getting gypped my entire life <laughs> yeah. because service merchandise had such great I know. stuff. But it was one of those things where, you know, when those, when those Christmas catalogs would come in, yeah. that was the, I mean, just I, I wish I wish that I had hung on to all of those oh, over yeah. the years because those Absolutely. things are expensive now. For one thing, like, really, you, you go on eBay and look for like some of those Christmas the, the wish the wish catalogs and stuff. You know, I'm kidding? Yeah, because along with the dude standing in their underwear pointing off into nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that! Well, you know, it's a yeah that kind of. Of course, there was always the lingerie section in there too. So it was a. Um, <laughs> Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> Don't even give me that. Anyway. Uh, but it was that type of stuff where, oh, we haven't even talked about the lamp yet. So. <laughs> it's a major award. It is a major award. Oh, um, 
And her her passive aggressive oh, breaking of the lamp. Well, her passive aggressive everything of like yeah. they were going to leave and she goes back inside and turns the lamp off and you know and yeah. just all kinds of you know. It's I have a, a theory. Uh oh. I okay. have a theory that the red the, Ralphie getting the red rider. Yeah. Was actually revenge, revenge for, for that. her breaking his major <laughs> it could award. Be. It could be. You know that's a. But at the same time, I think he was wanting to play with it and shoot it oh, at the yeah. same time. Well, it was funny. I I love that line. Because you know Ralphie is just when when he puts when he puts the lamp in and turns it and yeah. like plugs it in and it comes on, the way that he is like he keeps like rubbing his hand on it and stuff. Yeah. You know he's just like yeah you know <laughs> and he describes it, it was it was it the the soft warm glow of electric sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that is an amazing amazing description of that. <laughs> that that is exactly the line. Yeah, the guy. Uh, of course, I don't have it. Anyway, there are three writers on this film. Yeah, um, Gene Shepard and I can't remember the other two guys. Let me see my phone. One of the uh, one of the guys that was the writer on this, Lee Brown and Bob Clark. Okay, I think it might have been Bob Clark. He's the one that comes up. And he's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a major award." And he's like, "Damn hell, you say you won that?" You know, that's Bob Clark, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and then Gene Shepard and his wife are both in line uh, waiting to see Santa Claus. He's the one that says, "Hey, little boy, the line starts back there." Oh, okay. That's him and his wife that that are that are there in line. So it's and the other guy uh, appears in it somewhere. Also, he's like like just literally just like standing in one of the. Um, oh, I think it might have been there at the at the at the, uh, the window at Higby's, if I'm not mistaken. It's something like it's yeah. something like they got them all in there, which is kind of cool. So now I've got to I got to give props where props are due. Okay, my wife went shopping um, with one of her, our friends today uh tanya mm-hmm. and she was like i heard what you're talking about today and sent me a text message of oh, where is it chicka chickasaw oklahoma chickasaw no it's not chickasaw maybe it is i don't know yeah. anyway it's known for its festival of light display right. They have a 40-foot tall leg lamp nice. from the Christmas story standing in its indescribably beautiful glory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they, they started finally making those several years back. And Well, the guy who owns the company that makes those mm-hmm. is the same one that bought the house in Cleveland, Ohio, where it was shot. Right. Well, the exteriors were right. shot. Gutted it. And painstakingly yeah, they returned, re- recreated, recreated it the inside. Ralphie's house right. and they bought the house across the street. To turn into a museum, right, and right. you can actually buy tickets and spend the night. Right, in yeah, Ralphie's it's like house. a bed and, be- bed and breakfast. But type the guy place. who owns the company that makes the leg lamps is the same one. The same one, and he's using that company nice. to finance the the houses. Okay, let's get on to some other little things. Okay, all right. Okay, Schwartz. Oh no, Scotty Schwartz, <sighs> who was in the Toy, and he was in several other movies. He yeah. was a child actor. Washed up child actor. Later went on to have a career in pornography. Now, here's the thing. He only did one porn scene, like sex scene. Okay. He was in a bunch of movies as like an actor, not... Uh, not a performer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, and But then he eventually did make one where he he went the full monty on it and uh that was pretty much it and he really haven't heard a whole lot from him since then i mean he's still around but it's just i think he kind of retired from entertainment completely so after he that literally hit rock bottom yeah but yeah but apparently he, he and i don't know because i just don't i i know this from seeing there was an e-true hollywood story about him like years ago about it. and they actually he was actually there doing interviews talking and everything so it was kind of one of those like okay it wasn't just a lot of hearsay you know it was yeah you know, and even he said he was like yeah it was a mistake I should have never never done that that was that sounds you familiar. know um, but it was um, he's in a bunch of other stuff now the one that hold on because Uh-oh. the one that gets me not that gets me but it's it's one of those uh, let me pull it up here the guy that played st- Scott Farkas. His name is Zach Ward. Yeah. Zach Ward has been, has continually worked since this. Yeah. And I mean, he has been in a 
ton of movies that you know. <laughs> um, and let's see. Let me go back here. And, and television, like I mean, it, it just Anna Green Gables. Well, no, no, no. Well, let's let's go to, like the, the real stuff here. Like he was in well, transform. For, he was in Transformers. For, for my sisters and some of those others. That was, that was one. He's been in. He was in Freddy versus Jason. He was in Freddy versus. Jason. He was in a. He's been in every, every. Uve Bowl movie, like the bad Uve Bowl movie. Oh. I mean, like he's, but you know, 2004 like, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Yeah. He was on Lost. He was on Charmed. Oh, he was in, you remember the show Titus? Yes. He was his brother. He played, he played oh, Titus. He played okay. uh, Titus's brother on that. Um, what else was he in? He's been, he was in Almost Fame. Oh, yeah. He played Road Dog. In uh, oh, almost famous, right. remember we talked about yeah. that uh, yeah, Red yeah, Dog yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's because I was like, I remember there was something weird, but yeah, he was. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Friday the Thirteenth, the series. Yeah, I mean, just on and on and on and on. I mean, he he has been oh, Forever Night. He was also he was in. He was on Sliders. He was in um, the Monster Squad. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those things. He, I mean, like I said, he has been a a working actor. Oh, you know how I know Forever. he. Made, you know how I know he made it. Hmm. He he was on Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> he was on Jag. Yeah, I tell you, it's like you go yeah, you go down the line. He's been, he's been in. I mean, it's one of those things that, and you wouldn't look at him and be like, "Oh, that's Scott Farkas." It's like you you see him, you're like, "I know that guy from somewhere." Where do I know that guy from? Good and, character actor. Yeah, and then you know, and I always love. I love anytime oh, I see him. Here's here's one. Hmm. He was Roger in two episodes on American Horror Story Cult. Yeah. Yeah, I knew he was in that too. So. So. Which that one was actually pretty good. Yeah. Oh, no. no Cult wasn't the one I watched. What, what was the one? Apocalypse was the one I watched. What was the one with the politics? It had the guy who played Quicksilver. That was Cult. Was that Cult? Yeah, that, that, was, that was a good episode. I, good I watched the first. I watched the first season, and then I watched Freak Show, and then I watched... Um, I watched the first season. I was like, eh. And then I watched uh, the one I just, the Apocalypse. I, yeah. I watched it. And then I was going to watch the 1984 because it was supposed to be like a, a complete slasher type yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that whole and 80s I just, slasher I thing. I just didn't, I it, didn't it was more it. of a farce than it was an actual send-up. You know, and I watched bits and pieces of like Hotel, like, you know, yeah. the episode, you know, had Lady Gaga was in it or yeah. whatever. I watched bits and pieces of Asylum when they first did that one. But I just, none of them brought me in like, and it was really one of those things where, like, I love, I love freak shows, you know, and the sideshow yeah. stuff and all that. And so I was like, oh, I watched this, and then when I saw the whole thing with Apocalypse, I was like, this might be interesting. Yeah. And then that was the one that I, really t- that one really tied all of those together because it brought in characters from other seasons. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so this really is an I overarching Cult. thing. Cult was a fun one for me. Nice. Um, I, I, that is one of those I may have to go back someday and. And rewatch you know, the ones that I haven't that I haven't seen before. Well, so. the guy who played Quicksilver in the X Men movies yeah, plays uh, the main character, right. and I like that guy. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he's my favorite Quicksilver of the two that came out. Yeah, you're talking about um, Scar, not Scarsgard. Um, he's in them also. The yeah. guy that played it played Pennywise in it. Uh, in the Dylan, new, the yeah, new it Dylan Scarsgard. Something like There's like four or five of those Scarsgard yeah. actors in it. Um, okay, back so, to Christmas. Story. Christmas story. So, oh, the the trip to Higby's going to see Santa. <laughs> That's where when I'm, Santa Claus yeah. tells you you'll shoot your eye out. And that then, is, and then um, boot plant you down the slide <laughs> no. to get out of there. Well, also that's another thing that the whole when he gets up to Santa yeah. and he's like just mesmerized and can't talk, and you know, we've all been there. Okay, there are I when I was little, 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 little. Okay, I hated going and seeing Santa Claus. Really? My mom would make me do it every year, and there are so many pictures of me crying and just you know, the one picture that they had of me from like the first five years of my life where I'm not crying. Literally he was sitting inside of a sleigh and I'm standing as far away from him inside that sleigh as I can. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell this story. Okay. Um, where we went to church at mm-hmm. in, in Harrisonville, there was a gentleman that did Santa every right. year and he had the full, he really the beard had, and everything. had the beard. Yeah. He had the shoulder length white. I mean, it was all pure white and they were doing a big, Christmas party mm-hmm. and just out of jokes I slipped up next to him I said just in case you are the real Santa 
I kind of want a new Jeep Wrangler for Christmas. Mm. Not eight months after that, something happened, and I had to get a new vehicle, a and Jeep I Wrangler. ended up getting a, purchasing a <laughs> ho, Jeep Wrangler. Ho, ho, And I looked at him, and I said, you know, you were supposed to give this to me, not make, me pay, make payments on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no joke. And he kind of he laughed and said, you didn't ask, you didn't say how you wanted hey, it. Hey, you just said you wanted it. That's right. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I'm still convinced he was actually Santa. That could be, could so. be. Okay, so... <laughs> So we were we talked about the twenty four hours. Yeah. Of okay. Um, do you know what year that started? I'm feeling like it's like 2012 or something. 1997 is Ain't when they that started. Far back? Yep. They've been doing it that long. Yep. Do you know what uh, network it started on? It was TBS. Nope. It was TNT. It started on TNT. It switched to TBS in 2004. Okay. Because at that point, TNT had gone into the we know drama. And TBS mm-hmm. and started doing mm-hmm. all their com- all the comedy stuff, so they yeah. switched it from one to the other. Now, in 2014 and 2015, they ran it on both both of them, yeah. and they were an hour off from each other. Oh, so if you started in the middle somewhere, you, you go could and catch, go and, yeah. and you could you could flip over to to the other station, you know, type stuff. Uh, they only did that for two years. Now, I, I I didn't get into it, but apparently, when you start looking at the ratings, yeah, there they were like beating. Any, everything else on television. <laughs> well, of course they were. Now, now granted, there's not a whole lot on New you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But the only way but, anybody could have beat this if another station had been running National Lampoon's Christmas maybe, Vacation yeah, at but, the same time. But yeah, but yeah, so it's been running since 1997, wow. and and they've and they since then they have not taken a year off. Like it's been on yeah. one or the other stations for for all that time. Okay, now here's where we get into some other stuff. Wait, we haven't talked about the BB gun yet. Oh, okay. We haven't talked okay. about Christmas dinner yet. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. So Ralphie is 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 blocked at every every road that he's trying to. You know, he he yes. he tries to. You know, he he's trying to be subtle with his parents, and then he writes a an essay, a theme, a theme for his teacher, for his teacher, and Daydream, she tells him daydreams. It's supposed to be the the greatest theme that's ever been written and in he the gets history of the world. C plus. He gets a C plus and a note that says you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> and and he daydreams that his mom got to the teacher uh, Mrs. Mrs. Shields. Yeah. And you know that they're you know they're making fun of him and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so he had that and then runs into Farkas, and that's when the whole yeah. fight happens. So he's been having a bad day all around yeah. on this one. And his last-ditch effort was going to see Santa, Santa Claus. and ask him for it, and he blows and that. And Santa Claus told him, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. So the next day, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. They go shopping, Christmas shopping, on Christmas Eve. Yes. Okay, and they even put the Christmas tree up that night. Yes. Which, which which is a tradition. That's the way that people my, used my, to do it. My dad talks about that. Yeah. Like growing up in you know in the fifties, you know, and, this, and stuff that they would they legitimately would they wouldn't put the Christmas tree up until Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Which I'm like, I wish more people would go back to that. But hey, we won't get into all that. I've already I have already had that fight for years now. So uh, Actually, I don't mind having the Christmas yeah. tree up for a while. I finally it's put nice. mine up last night. It's still not decorated, but it's up. So I, I'm trying to get our living room cleaned up so yeah. we can put ours up. So the next morning, yep, Christmas morning. Oh, we also forgot one other, one other very major thing that happens on Christmas morning. Okay, the pink nightmare. Well, that that happens. <laughs> That's coming. That's coming. Don't worry about Anyways, it. Anyways, they're going through opening all the stuff. Yeah, and then. Um, that's aunt, uh, what's the aunt's name? Oh, I can't remember. I should know this off the top of my head. Anyways, his aunt said, to him, and he, he says in his inner monologue that she's been laboring under the delusion that he is not only perpetually five years old, but also a girl. And yes. so he has this, this onesie that is, you know, it's, it's rabbits. Aunt Clara. Aunt Clara. That's right. It's a pink rabbit onesie. With feet, with feet that have little rabbits on them. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, again, you can purchase these. They're available now. Oh uh, no! Yeah, really? I, yeah. Part of me kind of wants one, you know, just because. You would. just because, you know, because you would. I would wear that out in public. I know Absolutely. you would. <laughs> I know you would. Which is. <laughs> You're a freak, um, but anyway. So he gets down. They've done everything, and they're sitting around and they're talking. And his yeah. dad asks him, "said How did you get everything you want?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I almost. Got my most my, almost everything." And he's like, "Uh, hey, what's that over there behind?" No, he's the, like, "Well, maybe next, maybe year. next year." That's right. And he goes, uh, "Hey, what's that over there behind the uh, the desk? The desk? Yeah, or is it a bookshelf? Wasn't it? Or no, it was a desk. The desk. That's right." 
And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I think there's something hiding over there. And there's one more present. And he opens it up, and it's the Red Rider BB yeah. gun. You notice he waited until his little brother was dead asleep. Asleep, I yeah. know, yeah. And, um, and, of course, you know, the mom's like, what are you doing? He's like, look, I had one when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, that's, and, so, and the dad is almost as excited oh, I know, as Ralphie I know, is. I know, Which and, I yeah, totally He really can. is. I yeah. mean, he's like, yeah, okay, you know, you had to load it, you know. How to, yeah. You know, and so, you know, he goes outside, you know, she's going to finish cooking christmas dinner yeah and so well go ahead he sets up his target okay the first mistake he makes is he found an old metal sign laying in the backyard leads it up against a tree sets a target on there sets a target on the old metal sign right which is an automatic this is going to ricochet Mm -hmm. and if it had not been for his glasses yep would have shot his eye out yep and even firearm safety is important kids yes yes uh, and then uh, he makes up a story because he accidentally steps on his glasses and yep. breaks them. So now he has to figure out a story. An icicle fell and hit me yeah. in the face. Yeah, and you know, and they buy it. And it's funny because he's like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> like hey, breaking, I got away with it. Yeah. You know, um, like the only time in the movie he breaks the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, the only time I yeah. know. But yeah, and um, but yeah, it's one of those things that you know, and, and we see at the very end of it. Okay, and then the the Bumpus Hounds. The, the next door neighbors, yes. they have these hounds and they, they it like six that's a, a bunch blood of hounds. Them, yeah. yeah. Anyways, they break into the house and eat up the, the Christmas, the Christmas turkey. turkey. So they decide they're going to go out for dinner, which the only thing open is the Chinese restaurant. Yep. And, uh, this is where we get the, uh, the infamous singing of the Christmas carols and, yep. uh, and the, uh, the, the Chinese, uh, duck. Yes. That, you know, that still has... Chinese, the, they refer to it as Chinese turkey. Yes. That still has the uh, the head and the <laughs> beak like, and everything. It's, it's, like it's, 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 it's smiling. Still, it's smiling at me. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one of those things that like... This is where we... Today, there are still people oh, yeah. that go out to get Chinese food I, on Christmas. I know, I know. Because of this movie. I know. And, there's, and, there's several tropes out be, of this movie. Let's be honest. It's not a bad way to spend Christmas. I mean, I mean that's I, at Sweet all. Sour chicken. I know, mm. I know. And uh, uh, Now, I've done Waffle House on Christmas before. Well, who hasn't? I know, because, you know. Um, but, I mean, we get, we get the whole, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Mm-hmm. We get Chinese on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the whole, you know, sticking your tongue Right to a pole. Right. There's there's a couple other. I feel like I'm missing them. Well, the lamp. The lamp. I mean, come on. Oh that's, yeah, the yeah, lamp. Like, uh, okay. So when I was, I don't know, I was probably 12 or 13 years old, somewhere around in there. Yeah. For Christmas one year, I did not ask for it. You got a Red Rider? I got a Red Rider BB gun. Now, it wasn't. they have manufactured several Red Rider BB guns yes. over the years. None of them are exactly like the one no. in the movie. Um you know, single. This the one I had was a single pump. You know, like you couldn't like keep pumping it to get more. Well, power, no, it you was know? it was a yeah, it was a lever action, right? And you, you know, know, one down, one back, right? And you know, and it's a, fine. I almost shot my eye out with it the first day after. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, at my house, we didn't even mess around with the Red Rider. Yeah, for mm-hmm. Christmas, I got a Daisy nice, BB gun. Nice, yeah. And that was the one where you would load the BBs in the top of it, right? And you would pump it either once. Or all the way up to ten yep. for full power. Yep. And if you pumped it up to ten, you could hit something quite a distance I had, away. I had a Daisy BB handgun that was the CO two powered. Uh, I've seen those. And that thing, you did not want to get shot with one of those. Let no. me tell you. No, I mean, it was bed some in the skin. serious, serious power coming off that thing. But no, I was. Fact, I was. I think that. I think that thing. It doesn't work anymore. But I think it's still at mom's house. Mm-hmm. And I may have to go back well, and try to I, find it. There was a wood pile yeah. outside the house. And it was funny because again, it didn't have a ton of power yeah. at all. I mean, it it was it was the low end of It was a spring loader. Yeah, it was. Uh and I idiot that I was shot at the thing. And it all happened in slow motion. Yeah, that's way I does. saw the BB hit and come right I mean, like I saw it all the way in and it hit about half an inch below my eye on the yeah. cheek. <laughs> yep. And I closed my eye at the last second, you know, like the very last, but I, I, I can still close my, I don't even have to close my eyes in my head. I can still yeah. see that thing well, coming my, back at me. You my know? other complaint about this movie is that even though the father had one as a kid, 
He didn't take, take his him kid out there to teach him how to and teach I know, him I know, the proper I know, ways to use this I know, thing. I know, I know. And that's in, my second major yeah. firearm well, safety again, problem was, I've got. With, I was let loose with it as well. There was I, no, you know, I once mean, again, that was, I have a problem with I know, that. I know. Training, a, you know, training and responsibility. I guess my parents figured, hey, he's old enough he should know better than to do something stupid they should have known better than that but it's <laughs> well i mean look my, at you i'm almost 50 and my parents until like no nah, he's not old enough to know better it's like <laughs> um even if you do know better you're gonna try I'm, it the other I'm, way first exactly i gotta do it the hard way so yeah that's it the, the very last thing that we see ralphie's in bed Sleeping with his his, sleeping his with gun, the rifle. He, he's you know, and what does he say? He's dreaming about getting off trick shots or something, yeah. you know. And and it's like, yeah, it, it's 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 a cool little movie. It really captures it captures Christmas. It captures kids. Yeah. I, I've said it, you know. I dropped it in one of our episodes before that whole monologue at the first of it, where yeah. he talks about you know the the entire kid year rotate you know revolves around christmas you know it's like the apex of the entire year when you're a kid it's what you know, the entire like, year revolves it really around. is exactly except for me which was halloween yeah well same here That's and it. then christmas yeah so here's the other okay so now we're going to get into the other stuff are you aware that there are well technically there are four sequels to this movie Yes. What? A few years ago, there was a there was an actual Christmas Story two, that was that was like a straight to DVD. I don't even whatever. And I'm literally, like I'm talking about like maybe five or six years ago, they did this. Why would you? And it basically, I don't know. But here's the other thing: there are three other filmed movies right. that have these same characters in it, and I've seen two of them. Okay. Um. In the mid '80s, like after this whole thing, there was a. Remember the American Playhouse used to be on PBS. Yes. Okay, they filmed two of them. One of them is only like an hour long. Uh, it was called the Star Cross Romance of Josephine Kosnowski. Okay. okay. Uh, it was in 1985. I have not seen this one. Okay. And it, and from what I what I found, it's only like 56 minutes long or something like that. I have, however, seen Ollie Hooper Noodles Haven of Bliss. Okay. Uh, it came out in 1988. Now, Gene Shepard on all of these does the voiceover, like the okay, Ralphie. So he still has he's a still hand right, in right. writing. Not in it runs or, or um, excuse me in the the second one because he died in '99. So it was you know he he couldn't have done it because like I said literally like the Christmas Story two yeah which ignores all this other stuff. Um, Came out. I want to say it was in 2012, 2013, 2014, somewhere around in there. I remember like them talking about. It. I was like, now there's already been sequels to this. Yeah, uh, and they're all based on these stories, these books that Gene Shepard wrote. Yeah. Um, the um, Ollie Hooper Noodles Haven of Bliss is a family vacation movie. Okay. Uh, it actually has um, what's her name? Dorothy. She played Naomi in Mama's Family. She plays. Oh, she okay. plays the mom in that one. Gotcha. And then, who plays the dad? I have to look it up. Hold on. Um, I know Jerry O'Donnell plays Ralphie. That doesn't seem right. Oh, you know what? I don't know who plays James Syking. I don't know who it is that plays the dad in this. Uh, Dorothy Lyman. That's her name. That plays. Uh, that played the mom. Now the other one. That's the the other one is the one I was actually thinking of. Um, it was a movie. It was called It Runs in the Family. But it also, you know how sometimes they will put out, uh, they'll, they'll put they'll put movies out in different, under different names. Uh, it was originally called It Runs in the Family. Uh, eventually, it was called A Summer Story. Okay. And it came out in 1994. Um, Charles Groban plays the dad. Mary Steenburgen plays the mom. Okay. And Kieran Culkin plays Ralphie. Oh, really? Yeah. And this one, uh, I've seen this one also. Um, actually, it's the better of the two. Uh, I remember seeing it in the late 90s, something like it was on HBO or something. I mean, like, oh, hey, that's this is the same family. You know, I, I knew that they had they, they had done some, uh, some stuff. Um, and it deals, you know, with... Um, 
you know, tops, like spinning tops. Like there's a, there's a whole, like, you know, the battling tops, you know, whatever in the neighborhood. And like Ralphie keeps losing to this one person and he's like trying to get this top. That's going to yeah. you know, be the one that's going to, you know, win him, you know, maybe becomes King, you know, the King uh, top spinner, King top spinner in the neighborhood, you know, type of stuff. Um, the, like I said, the Ali hoop noodles, Haven of bliss. I saw that one in the very early nineties. Um, it's not very well made and <laughs> it, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those, like I would, I would, uh, until I, my mom actually, she was watching, I'm like, what is this? You know? And she's like, yeah. Oh, it's, this is a sequel to a Christmas story. I'm like, what? You know, like, yeah, this is the, yeah. you know, and, um, it, uh, they're okay. You know, uh, it's kind of, especially with, with like that one, I wish they had better, a production. better production on it. Yeah. You know, like I said, it was made for PBS, you know, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So I will say this as somebody who worked for a PBS affiliate for a while, their uh, PBS's production side has, depending on who the production company is, right. has really come up over the right. years. Well, like I said, this was back in the mid late eighties, you know, I mean, it's yeah. this, you know, type stuff, but yeah, so there are, and you can, you can find all of these. They're all available, like either VHS or DVD. It's over streaming somewhere or, yeah. or whatever, but yeah, it's, uh, the first one, it's it's a Christmas story, and then it is um, the star-crossed romance of Josephine Kosnowski, which the woman that plays Josephine Kosnowski in this movie yeah. was actually in. Uh, she was the in Sleepaway Camp. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, she That's she's been in, she's been in several things like that. You know, there's like she she's had a career also. Um, and then, and then it's Ollie Hoop Nichols, Haven of Bliss was in 88 and then it runs in the family is the last one. And they tell, I mean, it's, it's a, you see the, like the kids getting older and, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, especially it runs in the family. They did a really good job of capturing the feel of, of the first one. Okay. Uh, and there is a, one of the subplots is that the dad, you, you actually get to meet the bumpuses. And oh no, yeah, and they're they're like complete like hillbilly, you know. That's the reason why they got so many dogs and you know all kind of stuff. And there's this ongoing battle between the dad and them, yeah. you know, type stuff. And the mom um, is trying to she's going to the movies because they're giving away. They used to do this is way before we were ever we were even thought about. You know, when our even even before our parents were born. And, I don't know. Actually, yours. I think yours are a little older than mine. Um, but they used to do stuff like at movie theaters and different places like that. Where like you know, if you come in, you know, you can get a uh, you can get um, um, a piece of china. You oh, know, see, you know except I, that was gas stations. Yeah, stuff. gas station. Yeah. This was the whole. There was a movie theater that okay. they were doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so the mom is trying to get this full set of china. Yeah. And it's one of those things they go through, and you know, and she's like going on like every Saturday or whatever, and blah blah blah, and then they start getting the same one yeah. again. And it's this whole thing where like all the, the, the moms in the neighborhood are like getting mad at the movie theater, you know, types yeah. of, so it's, it's, it's a pretty cool, like, you know, it, it goes through, it's got, it, they, everybody has their, you know, their, their storylines. Um, but yeah, um, Christmas story. And then I don't even know about a Christmas story too. I, all I know is what I read about is that it was a straight to DVD and it pretty much ignored Everything else, of course, Gene Shepard was dead by the time yeah. this one came out. So there sounds like it's a not bother. Yeah, yeah, and that's when I first heard that they were making. It. I was like, no, 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 that never goes well. No, <laughs> just like you know, there's a Christmas Vacation too. Not, not in my. Not the, in my yeah, world. it was a straight. It was a straight to DVD, and it all deals with cousin, um, um, cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie. But it's not that cousin Eddie. It's uh, it's somebody else is yeah. playing him. It's not. Um, uh, Quaid, what's his name? Um, um, Randy. Randy Quaid, yeah. So, who has literally gone off the rails? Oh, yeah, you want to talk about somebody who lost it somewhere down the line? So, anyways, that is our episode about one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. I have to say, I mean, it's one that like I will watch over and over and over it's, and over. It's again. regular rotation. It really Christmas. is. I mean, my other one is one that a lot of people hate now because it was played so much at one time, and that's It's a Wonderful Life. No, it's one of my favorites I also. I love that movie. I still now, like the black and white miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Uh, of course, I've already mentioned National Lampoon's Christmas yeah. Vacation. And Eyes Wide Shut. And- oh, no. <laughs> it's a Charlie Brown Christmas. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for... Um, for Shame uh, on yeah. you. <laughs> 
We've got a couple more episodes before the end of the year. Uh, we're going to have another Christmas episode after this one yeah, with maybe, a special guest, maybe a hopefully. Surprise there. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we're going to do a uh, an end of year wrap up um, after that. Uh, probably a clip it's probably going to be an hour of Alan saying outrageous, <laughs> stupid things. There is probably going to be and, a lot of that, so. and, and me just sitting here in silence, just um, in disbelief that that came out of his mouth. So, guys, uh, once again, if you look down into the show notes, you can find all where you can get in touch with us yep uh you can uh, email us uh project gen x podcast or project gen x gen x pod at gmail.com you can find us under project gen x pod pretty much everywhere on social media yep. and uh if you Remember, have any questions if, if, if you if you like the show that email comes to me all the hate mail <laughs> goes to alan yeah something like that straight to his so, email box uh but yeah guys we hope that you are having a good holiday season i know this has been a, a trying year um <laughs> <A> trying year <laughs> I'm being nice here, okay? <laughs> I feel like I ought to reach across the table and slap you back into it, reality. It, it's been a, it's been a difficult year for a lot of us. Difficult and, uh, year, and yeah. So, <laughs> but we hope you guys are doing well, and we thank you once again for uh, for sitting in and uh, joining us while we uh, and tolerating and tolerating us while we we <laughs> we talk into microphones that go out into the ether, and so We're basically just sitting here entertaining ourselves. There is a lot of that, but thanks for tuning in. Thank you so thank much. You so much. We hope you're having a merry. Christmas, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Do you know why Chinese kids don't believe in Santa Claus? No. Because they make all the toys. I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Anyway, so. uh, And that's going to tie back around here in a second when we talk about the Christmas dinner. So, why do I do this? Because <laughs> it's fun. Because um, <laughs> oh, you never no. know. Because you never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh no.